Hello and welcome to the new Entertainment System podcast, the show where me, Nathan Brandt, and me, Cam Koenig, use the enigmatic robot known as the new Entertainment System to bring you just two of the over 22 million games and counting that the robot is capable of thinking up. But today we are joined by a very special guest. You may know him as one of the hosts of the Pocket Toy podcast, where he shines a light on portable gaming. He's a wrestling fan, a film buff, and into some real good goofs. It's Addison Langford. How's it going? Hey, it's me. Uh, I'm doing pretty well. <laughs> How are you guys? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I, I just want to say that I, I wish everyone would um, introduce me as a wrestling fan. <laughs> uh, this is my friend Addison, a wrestling fan. Yeah. Just so they know, just like, hey, just don't try it. You don't have to. It's all right. You don't have to talk to this one. Hi, this, <laughs> hi, this is Addison, a wrestling fan. He'll have Diet Coke. <laughs> Cam, how are you doing today? I'm I'm doing pretty well. I'm uh, I'm looking at this like really fun gift that my girlfriend got me. She just got back from vacation and it's just a pair of socks that says video game socks on them That's and I good. fucking love them. <laughs> we, when we were at uh PAX this year, a lot of their merch just was like a background color like a navy and would just say video games. <laughs> <laughs> Great. That sounds awesome. Well, we're om- we're almost on track. This is not a podcast about video games apparel. This is a podcast where a robot makes us video games. So it's now going to be time to consult the new entertainment system and have it make us a brand new, never before seen game. And full disclosure, Cam and I upgraded the robot to have like a systems thing because right now it's subject styles and twists. We were upgrading it to have a fourth column, which was systems. Um, but that made it too fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. There was there was there was like there was like one point billion one point six billion oh. uh, combinations. <laughs> um, and some it it just made things too complicated. But I did save one result from that because it is complicated in the way that I think we can goof Perfect. on it. Oh, so man. today's game from me is a Castlevania game. Okay. That is a dungeon crawler. But it requires the Tony Hawk ride controller, (laughs) and it's for the Wii U. So I'm thinking, okay, I'm I'm thinking that, and you can see why we're not gonna do a game like this every time. Um, But this one, I just had this image of, you know, your Simon Belmont or whomever. Maybe maybe your Alucard. Alucard totally skates. Um, Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Alucard can do like backwards kick flips like while he's jumping and having a sword float by him or whatever. Um, And so you have the Wii U gamepad with your map for the dungeon crawler, but you're skating through it. So what do you what Cam, what do you think of that? So not not what we're not we're going to go with at all. But my first thought was. Okay, well, maybe instead of the ride controller, you actually just stand on the Wii gamepad and that's Perfect. Nintendo's way of getting it broken so they can get these things the fuck out of here. <laughs> Did you guys ever do the thing with like with a snowboard or a skateboard or anything uh, board shaped where you would stand on it and then just kind of waddle to make yourself walk with it? Yes. I, yes. I imagine that that is the way that you crawl in this dungeon crawler <laughs> and and that um. That's the only way, and so it it's a very slow moving game. I like the idea also of in order to do like a special magic attack, it's like, all right, do a kickflip, motherfucker! Like, yeah, show up, let's to, go. To finish off a boss, you have to do a Christ dare. <laughs> Dude, there's a cross weapon in Castlevania that's oh, so good. You do a Christ air, and it's perfect. like uh like Simon's final smash. Yes, <laughs> with the crosses, and it locks you in like a tomb. With the with the Wii U gamepad, you could kind of emulate the uh 
stuff that was on Dawn of Sorrow, where you would, I think it was Dawn of Sorrow, you'd have to use the DS and like mm-hmm. draw the like symbols and stuff to do it, like your magic attacks or whatever. I, I really like that. And and going back to the idea of waddling, do you guys remember towards like the end of the like the the aughts, different brands were trying to make like new extreme sports happen? <laughs> yes. And there was like um, a, a, an item called the ripstick. Oh yeah, where you? I I don't know what this is. Cam, Google Google ripstick. Do I want to Google ripstick? Uh probably. I hope they. I, is it all one word? Just make sure safe search is on. <laughs> okay, well, if I type in ripstick, the uh, here's the things that pop up uh, for the filled in ones. There's ripstick vape. Ripstick yep. Riptide, Ripstick Pods, Ripstick Vape Review, and Ripstick Air. Yep. Oh, no, you're, you're on the uh, the right track there. That sounds exactly like an extreme sports thing. Oh, shit. Okay, I do know what this is. Yeah, these are made by Razor. Like, Razor, the scooter company made these. Okay. So, for anybody at home, uh, if you haven't Googled it and found it by now, it is a two-wheeled... It's like, it's like half a skateboard. It's a wheel in the front, wheel in the back. It pivots in the middle... And you kind of do like a swishy, swishy back and forth motion. And that's how you go. So I, I'm thinking like it's very serpentine. The, yes, yes, absolutely. And it, and it fits our dungeon crawlery, spooky aesthetic. I like that we're the going idea for. of just calling this a minimalist skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. It's a postmodern. Uh, it's an artistic <laughs> statement. So you have the Tony Hawk ride controller and you're waddling back and forth to uh, to to move. Uh, and you have the Wii U gamepad for your map as well as spells and, and such and what have you. But it's a Castlevania dungeon crawler, which I don't think they've made. I guess technically all Castlevanias are dungeon crawlers. This is a game that you could probably have seen in like the initial like pitch video for the Wii U of like, look what you can do. <laughs> yeah. You can go through these dungeons and have, you know, your map and stuff. But I think like, wouldn't you love to stand while playing a video game? Yeah, in a very well lit sunlit room um, with your entire family and they're all wearing khakis watching you and cheering you on. Right. Absolutely. (laughs) You could go with any sort of Castlevania story, which is just Dracula is back at it again. He's back and he's he's been dead for 30 slutty, slutty years and he needs to (laughs) he's back and he's he's ready to suck. Maybe this takes place in the 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 late 90s or the early 2000s. Yeah, like I've always I've always thought about like, what is a Castlevania game like when Dracula comes back? But it's like the 80s and like everybody's got a flock of seagulls haircut. (laughs) This is a Castlevania game in the late 90s you are tommy belmont you are going <laughs> <Tommy> through <laughs> castlevania's or uh well castlevania is the name of the castle which is stupid but um it has risen again out of maybe maybe a mall like maybe a mall in, totally. the, in the 90s Ooh. like became uh, castlevania okay so this is kind of like castlevania blood dragon whoa <laughs> Yes. Yeah, um, that sounds cool. So I have a I have a question. Okay, hold on. I got a name. It's Castle. Go for it's it. Castlevania Blood Shred. Continue. <laughs> okay, oh, that's great. good. Excellent. <laughs> so, so we're 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 we have like the kind of Castlevania side of this. I kind of want to lean a little bit more into the Tony Hawk ride controller a little bit, and I feel like Dracula is hosting like a sick skating tournament in his <laughs> castle that is a mall and you have to like beat him in order to like p- 
put him to rest forever or whatever the fuck you do. I've never actually played a Castlevania oh, game. Whoa, whoa, Cam. What? Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> well, first, first of all, you'd really like it. Second of all, I'm sure I would. Second of all, basically, Dracula and Dracula's castle appear every generation or every hundred years or something like that. I think it's kind of loose with how they play with it. You are in the Belmont line and you're you are destined to kill Dracula like your family okay. line is. So you're Tommy Belmont. You're 14 years old. You got to do a cool skateboard to get your girlfriend back from Dracula. <laughs> Are you a, are you a bad enough dude to save your girlfriend? <laughs> it's um, it's kind of like mall rats, but with vampires. Whoa, mall bats. Mall whoa, bats. Fuck. Oh my god. Whoa. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, Castlevania colon mall bats is very very good. Uh, we have a sponsorship from uh, like some energy drink, I would imagine. Yeah. Okay, so we're going more early two thousands. Well, it could be it could be like Jolt Cola. Yeah, Jolt Cola, totally. Or Surge. Yeah, or Surge, yeah. Dude, your power-ups can just be different soft drinks. Fruitopia. <gasps> Are you telling me that we get Ska Castlevania music? I was, so I was getting there. I was like, what <laughs> What about the soundtrack? Because if this, if this is equal parts Castlevania, equal parts Tony Hawk, there's going to be some Ska in there. Dude. Love that. I'm going, I'm going to hopefully look up Ska Castlevania music after we are done hell yeah okay so we've got a we've got kind of like an aesthetic and dracula is hosting a maybe maybe he's like after all these generations he's just become stronger because you know if if dracula was really defeatable he would have been fully defeated by now right, right. so maybe he's just getting stronger as time goes on and now he's kind of getting like a little bit more brazen with it like cell and the cell games and he's just like just come at me anybody try it let's go mm-hmm. Um, and so you go to this mall, which has like changed almost persona style into like this labyrinth, uh, this tower, this like weird castle um, that is still like like weird 90s mall aesthetic. There's Taco Bells. There are there's a Yankee. There's a Yankee candle in there somewhere. Dude. Yes. F.Y.E. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, Amber Crombie is the place where you go to get the uh, holy water that like, sh- like, oh, yeah, sh- sh- spurts out on the ground because it smells like fucking cologne all the time. In no, there. I think so. I don't know if you guys what your malls are like. I'm thinking that you would get that at a romancing the stone yeah which is also sometimes known as a uh, earthbound i think yeah earthbound trading company yeah yep yep yeah we had we had a place in michigan called sleeping tiger imports so yep, that's <laughs> i've never been there but it's definitely the same kind of thing so so would like the witch in this case that you would get this stuff from just to be like a really disgruntled cashier at your earthbound trading company? Yeah, with like one of those big pots with like dry ice in it. Take this Himalayan salt lamp out of here. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Turn it into a mace. All the NPCs <laughs> in this game are just teens that don't give a shit. Yeah, totally. Well, I, I really like that, you know, the mall has morphed into Castlevania, but like the denizens of that mall have just become like fixtures in there yeah. like your flying medusa heads are just like mall goths or like <laughs> hot topic managers exactly i was a hot topic manager for like, <laughs> of course you were for like three years and then i was a manager at a GameStop for even longer so yeah. um can you can you buy weapons at a spencer's gifts dude we had a place that just straight up sold weapons yeah <laughs> yeah yeah some of those import stores have it and it, i mean I, to, to your point about Spencer's gifts, it depends on 
you know, the size of dildo that they have at the store. Sure, sure. Um, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. It's Saints Row levels. Yes, exactly. So, you know, the different, you know, there's outdoor stores. You can get like fishing rods and stuff. This is sort of going to be like Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, actually, like our mall has a place that you can buy guns and that's Whoa. weird. I like the idea of you're on the, the ride thing and that's how you're getting around this big castle because, you know, Metroidvanias have evolved a lot since, you know, Vania popped onto that <laughs> sort of, you know, as a suffix. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if Castlevania games themselves have really evolved with the time. So you have your Tony Hawk ride controller so you can get around your dungeons a little bit quicker so that the backtracking and such isn't like, oh, I got the key for the back room of the Orange Julius. So now mm-hmm. I can go back there and get somebody's other item and this necklace will let me oh maybe i got the keys to the gate for target and so that opens up target for me and target is like you know target is like a third of the whole like (laughs) the whole mall and like you can have movie theaters you can have um you know like a jimmy buffett uh (laughs) restaurant or whatever hell yeah um I really like that. And so you're going to be dealing with death, like the personification of death. You're going to be dealing with... Is death just the head of security? No, there's a character named Shaft that is definitely going to be the uh, the, the head of security on like a se- on a segue, like a spectral yeah. segue. <laughs> um, and again, Google all this stuff if you're not familiar. But uh, I think death is maybe... Because because usually how the bad guys go is it's, you beat death, then Shaft, then uh, Dracula. Death is like the manager of the Sears or something. OK. And like he's so he's fucking mad as hell because Sears is, you know, it's back in the early 2000s. So Sears isn't dead yet, but it's going that way. Mm-hmm. He's disgruntled. You have to fight him. And then he opens up, you know, the other side of the Sears where you get to go and fight the head of security Shaft. And then you get to go to the very tippity top Orange Julius where you fight Dracula. Dracula is managing the Orange Julius. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe Dracula is, is <laughs> well, if, if it's his mall and yes. that's just like the, the protruding room at the top of the castle just so happens to be an Orange Julius because dude loves his orange. His I just orange thought juice. Dracula would be like the mall president or whatever it's called when you're <laughs> in charge pres- of a mall. <laughs> mall president. I love that. Okay. No, okay, we're we're changing it up. He's the mall president, and he's you have to get so that that protruding um room in Castlevania. We can change that to be like th- his office or whatever. It's like yeah. very very corporate in there, and you have to like dodge desks that he throws at you and stuff like that. But you're gonna have your your ride controller that you're gonna be able to kick flip up to block you know projectiles and stuff, and you're gonna be able to use your Wii U gamepad to draw sacred symbols on so that you can banish Dracula maybe hopefully once and for all. I like I like this a whole lot, especially in that a you're fighting Dracula, which is, you know, a Castlevania thing, but also mm-hmm. he's very corporate and you're a skateboarder fighting the man. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck the man, right? Yeah. Fuck anybody that owns a suit. Yeah. Yeah. I own a suit. Yeah. <laughs> so then are we we're assuming that this is a Wii U game, right? Yeah. So then it's also going to have like a, a Miiverse community. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. And so people are going to be like posting like drawings of themselves on like the boards and stuff, which I'm yeah, very Yeah, those like the ads that you see in the mall. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, OK. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. So like people <laughs> will be able to draw like 
advertisements that will show up on like little kiosks in the mall and stuff. Oh, I love that. I love that. I like that. But I also think that you can go into the restrooms, which will be your save rooms, uh, sort of like uh, Dawn of the Dead or Dead Rising. Uh, yeah. Uh, so you can you go in there and like while you're in the stall saving, you can use the Wii U gamepad to do graffiti <laughs> yes. and it'll show up in other other players games. Just right. Dracula um, eats ass in a bad way. <laughs> Dracula is bad at eating ass. <laughs> wow, I like that. Uh I don't remember what we called this game. It was uh, I think Mall Bats. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was Castlevania Mall Bats starring Tommy Belmont. <laughs> yes. And his friends Chucky Belmont. <laughs> Chucky Belmont and like Maybe a, maybe a Kyle. A Kyle. Yeah, no, someone in the game is named Kyle. Kyle's the manager of the GMC. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> That's where you get your power-ups and health items. And, like, you'll be able to, like, whip the wall, and it'll fall apart, and there'll be, instead of fully cooked chicken, uh, like in Castlevania. It... Jawbreakers. Jawbreakers, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going full Ed, Ed, and Eddie on this one. Um, cool. So I think we made our first 100% uh, perfect game. So we're going to take a quick break and come back at you with a new never-before-seen game. And we're back and we're ready to have the new entertainment system make us yet another brand new, never-before-seen game. Hit it, Cam. That was some interesting emphasis there. <laughs> yep. uh, we have a Digimon game. Oh. Yes! That's a third-person shooter. Whoa! Oh. Set in the 1980s. Okay. Huh. War, War Greymon Blood Dragon is here. Oh, fuck. That's perfect. <laughs> Great. That's it. That's the show, everyone. Uh, <laughs> Addison, are you familiar with Digimon at all? Uh, I am. I'm good, just good, trying good. to... I'm still wrapping my head around this one. See, I think this is hilarious because they're Digimon in the 1980s where there's not really digital anything. Ooh. Well, it's just kind of like the beginning of like right, stuff. Right. It's like hackers, but Digimon, but also they're shooting. <laughs> but also Ooh. maybe it's more like... I guess it's more like Tron. Um, so I, I like that it's a third person shooter and you could go with War Greymon and, and, um, uh, where Garurumon because they were the most radical ones. Hell <laughs> I like, yeah. I feel like Angemon is like maybe the most eighties looking Digimon I can think of. That's true. Well, yeah. Where, um, where Garurumon was wearing jeans though. <laughs> that's, that's true. Yeah, I mean, Angemon just looks like something somebody would have like painted on the side of a van. I feel like it looks like the cover of like a Depeche Mode album. Whoa. Yeah, I could see that. Dude, okay, so you'll have different characters. This will be like kind of like third person shooter, so it'll be like Gears of War. It'll be Bites of War. <laughs> um, and, and you as these Digimon, you will be, you have come to sentience instantly in the 80s. Uh, the digital mm -hmm. landscape has just been created. Um, you are in a Tron-like scenario where the world is being built around you. This is an excuse to maybe do something like like a roguelike sort of yeah. scenario, randomly generated. Like you are, maybe you're like navigating the Digiverse for the first time yeah. and like trying to like chart it. Can we call this Digimon Origins? Because that name sucks. <laughs> uh, maybe, it maybe, maybe. Like Digimon Radical Origins or something like that. <laughs> That's so much worse. I love it. <laughs> um, and I, I like the idea that, you know, they in in Gears of War you have like the active reloads or whatever. Like maybe in uh how you digivolve is you you do better at your like active reloads. So Agumon 
does a really sick re- reload like five times in a level and he can digivolve to Greymon. And then afterwards, you know, War Greymon and then, you know, blah, 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 down the line, champion, mega, whatever. Sure. I kind of have a different pitch for how this game could work, but you... do it. Do it. Yeah, do let's it. hear it. OK, do it. So what <laughs> I what I was kind of thinking, I, I was kind of building this in my head is are you guys familiar with the Mega Man Battle Network games? Yeah. Yes. So I was thinking that you would be like a kid in like high school in the 80s, like very kind of like Stranger Things-esque, and Mm -hmm. you are like a computer nerd and like it's in the 80s, so it's like not really like cool yet. And like a Digimon like contacts you like through the screen or something. And so, like, um, the game is, like, split between, like, some kind of maybe, like, mystery solving and, like, the real world and, like, maybe some, like, persona mechanics in there. But then you, um, like, at night or, like, after school, basically, I guess, you would go into the computer and, like, help. Uh, then, then you, like, take control of the Digimon and you go into, like, a grid-based third-person shooter. So it'd be, like, action but then you would also like have some like RPG mechanics in there to like um, like improve your skills with like your guns and stuff. This is this is pretty true to Digimon as a whole, right? Like they go back and forth between the real world and yeah. digital world. And yeah. mm-hmm. it's sort of like Matrix light <laughs> where, you know, they have to like, oh, we got to get out of the digital world before the, the grownups come home or whatever. <laughs> like it's not fucking Toy Story. It happened. It it happened a couple times in the second season of it where yeah. they, they had to go in in and out of the digital world at school. Shooting is sort of not it's it's not very true to Digimon as a whole but i think we can go there with it i think you can sort of justify any digimon as having projectiles anyway like the the big cactus one shoots cactus needles or you know the armadillo like fires like little armadillo poop i don't know even if they're just like (laughs) shooting beams out of their mouth or something yeah yeah in my head i kind of like not necessarily like a strict third person shooter but maybe like there's you have like certain abilities that go on cooldown or something like that but you like move with the like camera behind your back and like strafe are we just designing like a good digimon game like i think we are (laughs) (laughs) there's been some good digimon games yeah (laughs) i I feel like you're implying that digimon games are bad i'm i'm not saying that i'm saying that they've all been like weirdly not true to the source material that is that is very true yeah i'm picturing this as like Kind of like uh, Cam was saying, it's like a Digimon prequel. This is like Digimon episode one, the yes. the cyber menace. Digimon Alpha. <laughs> Digimon Alpha. Digimon Adventure Alpha is pretty good. It's fucking terrible, Nate. Oh, I know. Now that makes me think <laughs> that there's going to be like two versions of this game. And so okay. you can also get like Digimon Omega. Oh, shit. Yes. And that one takes place in the 2080. But you can like. <laughs> play as different Digimon in different versions. Yeah, I, I I like that. And I think that maybe Digimon Alpha and Omega literally already exists, but I'm not quite sure. Uh, probably. <laughs> I like the, the battle network aspect. You know, you have your Digimon and it's it's yours. And there's other people that have their specific Digimon um, that you run into in the real world and the digital world. Where How can we make this more wacky? Like, can we make it be a crossover? Can we make it 
have another twist. Let's energize this with some some chaotic energy uh, and see where we can go with it. Because, you know, I, I as much as I would like just a good Digimon game, I think that we can make it weirder. Yeah, it's kind of just a cool game right now. It's yeah. not exactly a goof. <laughs> All right, follow me here. I, I am. It's in the Clancy verse. Okay. Oh no. So it's Tom Clancy's Digimon Adventures Origins. Oh no. <laughs> okay. So this is Good the, God, what have we done? So now now the Digimon are trying to get the super cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> They have to they have to go into the Digiverse and get the digital super cocaine away from the bad Digimon. And also they're oh smoking cigarettes and saying a lot of swears. I think this is just War Greymon Blood Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> My Otismon is 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 hoarding that booger sugar and he like <laughs> and he he's running amok in Tron. And you need to get them. What didn't the? I I feel like didn't the military like invent the first type of internet? Like maybe this is like I think so. Yeah. Oh shit! I love that. the The internet came online. They connected two or three computers, and in between, <laughs> they immediately just put cocaine in it. <laughs> <laughs> like we gotta hide it in the internet. So maybe you like the military makes the like they they make the internet. You know as they do, mm-hmm. but you kind of get to a point where they realize, oh shit, we made this internet, but it's already infested with these weird fucking creatures. And they're like trying to get them out. So like the military is like kind of the antagonist or something. I like the idea of like Al Gore connects two computers and he's like, (laughs) by God, there's some critters in there. Uh, Inherently. Maybe this is just Digimon colon Gore. Like (laughs) (laughs) that implies a lot. In all meanings of the word, it's gore. I'm I'm like really sold on just War Greymon Blood Dragon. Okay. I think. That's very good. Okay. You're going after the military, which is digitizing themselves into the digital oh. world to try and eradicate the threat of the Digimon. Because I mean, in fiction, the, the US military is gonna be as xenophobic as they are in the real world. So well, yeah. So you're with or with or against the military against you're the Digimon and you're just trying to live your life. The U S military has is infiltrating the digital world to try and get rid of you, but they're also trying to uh, disperse super cocaine to destabilize (laughs) the Digimon. And I (laughs) think, Love it. (laughs) Wonderful. So so this, 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 this works into the Clancy verse pretty well. And we can like, you know, the, the Digimon can have the weird three, three lights sam fisher thing on their heads i was too. i was gonna say is sam fisher gonna be one of the boss fights samwise fisher they're all <laughs> definitely like working in like squads and i'm just i'm just having a hard time not dying laughing picturing all these digimon with like headsets just like <laughs> saying all these tactical terms to each other oh my god and, like doing like the hand motions and <laughs> Agumon, like, give me a sit rep a lot of like the the clancy stuff they have like all these like high tech, like state of the art military stuff. But this, mm-hmm. if this is going to be in the eighties, they're not going to have like drones. So I'm trying right. to think of like what kind of military. I mean, if it, if it takes using. place in the digital world, then I mean, we could do that. Cause I mean, we're essentially pitting two sides, one that for lack of a better term created the internet. And then the other side that are like creatures that are like 
native to it, so they're both like really familiar with it. Yeah. So it could kind of get weird with it. This is actually a lot less like Tron the more I think about it, and more of just like a super duper bummer version of Wreck It Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> But it's fine because there's a little orange dragon and he says pepper breath and he goes. (laughs) (laughs) And there's also like the little like poop guys. I think that the final boss of this game is Al Gore. I completely agree (laughs) with you. It has to be. Uh, Wait, hold on. What if they're okay? He's the final (laughs) boss. But then it's like, no, sorry. Actually, there's one more. And it's just literally Tom Clancy. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's me, the super cocaine dealer, Tom Clancy. I don't know what I look like or sound like. <laughs> I, f- I probably sound like Ted Turner, I guess. <laughs> I flew my jet in here with my big sunglasses. I just now looked up a picture of Tom Clancy and ooh. Let's let's all let's all take a moment and Google Tom Clancy. Tom Clancy. Woo! <laughs> Oh, his head is way wider than I would have thought. It, it, it is not what I expected at all. I don't want that to come across as like me just saying like making fun of him for that fact but it is just unexpected for sure because every single picture i've seen of him has like the sunglasses and the hat yeah he kind of looks like a republican louis anderson (laughs) if i'm honest (laughs) jesus (laughs) anyway we've made a perfect game again you guys we did it (laughs) they're both they're both flawless (laughs) they're both so good 100% 100% perfect. Yep, across the board. So that is going to bring us to the end of the program for today. But first, let's go over some patch notes. This is where Cam is going to go through some listener-submitted ideas to be fed into the new entertainment system for use in future episodes. And remember, you can submit words to be fed into the new entertainment system by tweeting us at, at the NES pod or posting in our Patreon. Either way, we'd love to hear from you. Cam, what do we got? Uh, this week, we have added the following to the machine. Um, at Duck Valentine, Rebecca Valentine, formerly on the show. Uh, was submitted only playable with tilt controls, which, oh boy, um, I believe we have we have added in the style of Mafia, mm-hmm. uh, and at Pixelated Echoes supplied the IP Stardew Valley, Ooh. and that brings our potential game total to twenty two million nine hundred and thirty six thousand two hundred and forty four games. Addison, thank you for guesting. Where can people see slash hear more of you? Uh, you can. Find Pocketoid at pocketoidpodcast.com or just by searching Pocketoid on pretty much any podcast browser. Um, and then we also stream Tuesday nights on twitch.tv backslash Pocketoid around 7 p.m. Central. Uh, so the show on Twitter is just at Pocketoid and then I am at Addison underscore L. Excellent. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of the new entertainment system podcast. Remember, if you want access to all of our bonus episodes, early access to new episodes, shout outs or access to the robot yourself, check out our Patreon. The link is in the description. If you don't have any cash to throw away. That's totally fine. We'd really appreciate a subscribe on whatever platform you're on, though. And please consider leaving a positive review because it actually does tangibly help us out. Uh, I can be found at at two headed giant on Twitter and I can be found at at the candy man. Patreon shoutouts for this week include The Nanobiologist, Mikey Phillips, Zach Brown, Patrick McPherson, Erica Scherer, Alec Bobco, and Miss Shelby Ray. And this has been the new Entertainment System Podcast. And as always, reach for the moon. If you miss, at least you'll be among the stars. Thanks, Cam. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs>